And welcome to the Neo News Today podcast. I'm your host, Dylan, of Neo News Today. In episode 48 of the NNT pod, I had a chance to sit down and speak with Alexander D. Girolamo, the O3 Labs lead business developer. In this episode, we talked about Alexander's background, the first time he came across the O3 wallet as a user, building a multi-chain wallet to capture a larger market share, how market sentiment impacts how the team interacts with various types of O3 users, next steps for O3, and much more. So I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. Hey guys, what's going on? Dylan with the Neo News Today podcast. Today we are speaking with Alexander D. Girolamo, the O3 Labs lead business developer. How are you doing today, Alexander? Hey, Dylan. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's it's honestly a, a pleasure to have you join the Neo News Today podcast because uh, we've been covering O3 Labs since 2017. And obviously, there was a major shift in the team uh, last year, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I just want to provide our listeners with a little bit of context about who you are and what your background is. So can you just share with us a little bit about your background in blockchain and cryptocurrency and what you do with O3 Labs now? Sure. So uh, I, I got started in blockchain in 2015 and uh, with Ethereum and in the Ethereum ecosystem, uh, I've worked on some ICOs, uh, various uh, decentralized applications, and uh, some other projects as well. Mo- mostly, they were all Ethereum-based, but there's been some others as well. So it, it was a, a, I guess, a, a new experience. Um, you know, joining the O3 team and and engaging with the, the neo ecosystem uh it's been you know different from ethereum for sure uh but my my role here with o3 is in business development and i i also do deal with some marketing type activities and in community building as well so are you the only o3 labs team member that's based in the u.s right now uh, yes, uh, currently I, I am the o- only American. Um, we have uh, some from uh, New Zealand and China and uh, Tokyo, but yes, I, I'm the only U.S. based. Um, so you've been in the you've been in the blockchain industry since 2015. So is this sort of the first um, hyper distributed team that you've been a part of, or? Um, is are you used to working in in these distributed manners? Sure. Uh, well, <clears throat> to this extent, I think it, it, it's the most distributed. Um, but yeah, obviously, being in the United States, uh, I, I I haven't encountered any you know all American teams, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I'm used to. I, I've I've worked on some projects with some developers from uh, Estonia and in Europe and, and uh, but. This this is the first, you know, mostly Asian-based team that that I've worked on. So it, it's presented some, you know, new challenges, I guess. 
Yeah, definitely dealing with uh, time zone changes and late night and early morning calls is is a, a wake-up call for some. So you've participated in the Ethereum DAO. We were discussing this in our conversation before we started recording. Um, and you've done marketing and business development. So it sounds like you have a plethora of skills and knowledge to draw on. So I'm curious as to... Um, why the O3 Labs team brought you on board? Sure. Uh, well, it was just kind of by chance, I guess. Um, we, uh, one of the developers and myself, uh, have a, a mutual contact, and she she got in touch. She contacted me and said that uh, there was a team, you know, looking for uh, an overseas kind of community building community representative, and so I. I said, yeah, it sounds interesting. And, and then she, she told me that it was for the O3 team. And I, and I happened to already have the O3 app and, and you know, I was somewhat aware of, of their work. So I said, yeah, that's, that sounds exciting. Let's, let's link up. So then I met with the team and, you know, kind of had like an, an interview type uh, discussion. And we kind of talked about some of the goals and, and some other things. And, and so from there, it just, it all came together. So when you were interviewing with the O3 Labs team, were they specifically looking for a Western community liaison or manager? Sure. Well, I, you know, I'm not fully sure about that one. That would probably be a, a, a question for them. But I, if, from my understanding, I believe probably uh, uh, they were looking for a Western representative, you know, someone that could uh, help, uh, you know, that was knowledgeable with the, you know, North American and European markets and, and that could help the team or help the project grow in that direction. O3 Labs was founded in 2017, which was comprised of Europeans and Americans based out of Tokyo. Then in 2020, a new team acquired the O3 assets and began to carry the project forward. So from your perspective, what was the process like for finding and onboarding the new O3? And did Neo Global Development seek out the current O3 team? Yeah, I'm, uh, so now that one, I, I, I have very limited knowledge on, on that part in terms of the uh, NGD. Um, you know, I think maybe I was one of the last team members to uh, join and, you know, from maybe the, the, the management of, of our current team was already established. Um, so I, I think my interactions were exclusively, you know, through them and in the interviewing process and uh, joining the team. So uh, the, the transition, I, I think I came r right after that. So I, I don't really have any you know, first-hand knowledge of that, but I, I do know about the growth and the progress we've made kind of since the transition. Cool. Um, so then maybe I can pull a little bit on this thread then. So um, during the trans, or I guess slightly after the transition is when you were brought on board. So what has the O3 Labs relationship with Neo Global Development and Neo Foundation been like Um since the team transitioned from the original O3 Labs to the team as we know it now? Well, I, I think, you know, they've, they've maintained a, a, a very close relationship on the development side. You know, our developers are, are 
you know, working to you know support Neo and to support um, some of the projects, uh, Flamingo. Um, and so, in terms of development, I, I think the the teams are very close. But as far as you know, some of the the marketing aspects and uh, community building, um, you know, we have our, our independence, but we, you know, we still assist uh, Neo uh, in any way we can. Awesome. So I'm just curious to learn a little bit more about the efforts of building a community, especially for O3 Labs, which is becoming a multi-chain wallet. So what are sort of, what were sort of the steps that you took to get um, the new O3 Labs community off the ground and how might users or participants from different blockchain networks um, sort of interact with you? Like what are the differences between Ethereum users, Bitcoin users, and Neo users, if there is one. Sure. So the the first thing we did when uh, building the community was, well, we already had an existing community. So we we assessed kind of what was already in place, uh, you know, and in the that's one of the you know best assets I think that O three has to this day is the is the support of a really strong community and, and supportive community. You know, they've been great and they've kind of helped us grow uh so we we looked at what was already in place and then we you know outlined some areas where we saw some room for improvement so first we established uh the telegram community um it's got you know probably i think 2500 members uh, last time i checked and we put a increased focus on twitter which is you know, very popular with with blockchain organizations, and so, uh, you know, and then from there, we moved out to some of the other demographics like Ethereum users, and um, you know, I think one of my roles or my, my primary roles there was to kind of transition or to uh, recruit, you know, um, new users and things from the uh, other crypto markets like the or the other coins rather uh, ethereum bitcoin so o3 labs is a multi-chain wallet um and we're going to get into a little bit more of the work that you and your team are doing for integrating support for multiple assets but before we do that this is a neo oriented podcast so i just want to hear from your perspective what are your current efforts as it relates to uh, doing outreach to your users uh, about Neo, and if at all, how does Neo 3s development impact the work that you do? Sure. So I think one of the challenges that we faced um, as a wallet was uh, that we only <clears throat> we originally uh, only supported uh, Neo and Ontology, and while those might be big in you know, some markets in the Western market, their kind of influence or their reach was largely limited. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we, we initially had kind of an education process where, um, you know, we tried to sharpen the messaging for Neo and, and kind of explain to the public uh, why, you know, what advantages Neo has over um, some other cryptocurrencies like Ethereum, for instance. And I think a lot of people, you know, don't really understand the benefits or aren't aware of the benefits, maybe. 
until they are really introduced to it and and kind of uh, you know get a firsthand experience of of, of using you know neo versus uh, using ethereum because uh, the you know advantages are fairly significant um, in terms of neo three um, you know I, I think we our team has taken a lead role uh, in in terms of you know some of the development things as far as I'm aware. Um, but I know that the teams have been working closely in preparation, and um, I, I think over the next month or so, you know, we sh there should be some um, more news about that, and, and so you, you may begin to see some updates coming in that that support some of the features. But um, but I, you know, I, I don't know firsthand uh, some of the technical insights, but. I know that the team has been working, you know, around the clock to to in preparation for the launch. Yeah, it's always interesting to be on the marketing or business side for um, large projects just before a major upgrade, because there's not much you can market or say before the development has actually been done. Uh, and let alone if we're not technical developers ourselves, it's hard to kind of convey what's been going on in the weeds. Um, so beyond Neo, O3 Labs is working into, uh, creating an interoperable system. It's a, it's creating a wallet that supports multiple chains. And, and as far as I'm concerned, it, there's support offered for Neo, Ontology, Bitcoin, and now Ethereum. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit about what it's, what the goal is for integrating these multiple chains and are there other chains that are on the roadmap? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, like I said earlier, you know, the, the reach of, of Neo in, in, in ontology seemed, uh, fairly limited when, when we first started and, and, you know, even maybe even today. Um, so we kind of assessed, you know, what's the best way for us to to grow, and and we also looked at the market and, and looked at some, what some of the other players were doing, in terms of you know assets, and and we've kind of seen that the whole market, uh, you know, the the market in general is kind of moving towards uh, these multi-coin wallets where, you know, one wallet can handle, uh, you know, all basically all all of the cryptos, and so. We, we didn't really want to go quite that far where we have, you know, 80 different cryptocurrencies, but we thought that if, if we kind of looked at each, uh, each currency and, you know, kind of assessed it individually, and then, you know, we would make a determination for uh, which ones we thought, you know, would be useful to our users and, and how to best grow. And, and so we kind of came up with uh, the first one was obviously Bitcoin, which is, you know, the standard. Uh, we could see the you know price has been skyrocketing and it's been uh, creating a lot of media sensation. You know, it's it's kind of crypto is finally in the mainstream. So uh, we we brought we we came out with uh, Bitcoin support and then um, Ethereum just seemed like the natural course. I mean, those two cryptos alone I think <clears throat> uh, account for like 67% of the market share. So. Without those, I mean, the, the demographic in, in your potential uh, customer base is, is, you know, limited. Where just by introducing those two, uh, now you have, you know, three times uh, be, be possible, you know, customer market. And so I, I think that those are kind of, you know, uh, 
you know, they're, they're fundamental to, to growing a wallet. You have to have, um, you know, the, the, the biggest players in there. And so I think we added both of those. Um, so then we have uh, on the roadmap, I think I was discussing with the team. I mean, we, we were considering some uh, options. I know that Polkadot is, is, a, is an exciting uh, project and um, they, they kind of uh, are focused on interoperability of, of blockchains. And that's right along, you know, the, the train of thought that are the goals that we had. So I, I do believe that that will be um, on the roadmap for the future as well. Something that I'm kind of curious to pick your brain about, you know, you've O3 Labs, you've been with the team for, for th- it's, it's three quarters now that the, the, the new team has taken responsibility. And we have obviously gone into a bull market or, or kind of a r- hyper rise in price increases. So what is the reaction from the, the O3 Labs community during these times? Are you seeing an increase in people wanting to learn more about the assets that you provide support for? Are you seeing your users ask for more functionality? What are sort of the differences in so far in quarter one, 2021 versus quarter two or quarter three of 2020? Sure. So um, we, there's been a lot of excitement, obviously. Um, you know, we've, we've had an influx of, of, of new users and people that, um, you know, have very little experience. So uh, in terms of, of that, it's been, you've had, you've had to engage uh, far more uh, with, with the kind of new rush of users than, than back in, uh, you know, quarter two, where uh, most of the people that we interacted with, they were knowledgeable, they, they, they knew how to apply the technology and stuff. Uh, these kind of new, new wave of users uh, is, you know, uh, needed some work. So it, it's, we've had to get far more personable and, uh, you know, have lengthy discussions and, and kind of education sessions, you know, where, you, where you're teaching them how to use all this stuff. And so, it's it's been a little uh, difficult <laughs> to to keep up with at times, but um, you know, uh, it, it, so I think in in market terms, um, you know, we, we haven't really seen Neo kind of have the same growth as as like Bitcoin, for instance. You know, so I think that or I hope that you know Neo will start to catch this next wave here. And, and the price will, will start to increase. I think it's much easier dealing with uh, our users when, uh, you know, Neo is performing uh, well. So I, I think it would hopefully now would be a good time to, to, for many to get in with Neo. So we are seeing uh, some renewed interest as of, uh, you know, the past few weeks for, for Neo. And, and I think some people probably understand that, uh, you know, the growth that we've seen, it will kind of trickle down to the, the altcoin. So. Yeah. And one of the sort of first interesting aspects that really um, kind of opened my eyes to what O3 Labs was working on was when, um, and this is back in the day, we're talking two years ago now, when uh, they, the platform integrated the ability to purchase cryptocurrency with fiat currency. So, you know, during these kind of major moves in either direction, exchanges often see a lot of transactions. There's a lot of fees that they're able to collect. 
So I'm assuming that the market is acting in a similar fashion to um, fiat to crypto on and off ramp providers. So is there a plan for O3 to begin deriving revenue um, or a sort of revitalized effort into um, vamping up these off ramps or on ramps? Maybe you could just share a little bit more about um, what this sort of revenue process might look like moving forward. Sure. Yeah, so it's interesting that you uh, mentioned the, uh, the, the debit card or the uh, payment card uh, because that's when I first heard of, of that. That's what introduced me to O3 back in uh, what, what you said it was 2017, I think. So when, when I heard about that, that was, I was like, wow, this is really cool. You know, especially it was available right on, on the mobile, the mobile app, which I, I don't really re- recall anyone else having that. Uh, there may have been, you know, a, another one, but uh, that was the first I had heard of it. So that's when I kind of was introduced to O3. And, and um, so I, I've kind of followed along the process as well. So I think when, when we kind of, t- you know, took over the team, um, we assessed the current uh, partnerships that we had. There, there were already numerous um, companies that I, I thought was very promising. Was was called MoonPay, mm-hmm. which is a, a fiat on ramp that you know offers services for uh, Visa, Mastercard, and and they do Apple Pay as well. So we, I, I reached out to them and kind of got the discussion going, and and so uh, we 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 agreed to. Uh, you know, contract with them. And so now uh, right in the O3 app, if, if, if you, uh, you know, there's a buy crypto and that enables our users to uh, purchase cryptocurrency right in the app using their visa or debit cards, uh, or excuse me, uh, credit or debit cards. There's visa, MasterCard, and you can even use Apple Pay. And, and so I think they're going to be expanding the, um, the payment services, uh, the payments that they accept. So I think maybe in the future, uh, there'll be Android Pay or, or Google Pay or uh, an increased number of, of payment options. For So uh, yeah, I think uh, in terms of uh, revenue, you know, right now we're, we're mostly operating on a pretty thin budget, you know, but uh, I think in, in the near future, I think there's going to be some opportunities for us to really expand that and, and kind of grow the, the revenue side. Cool. Well, um, cognizant of your time and wrapping up, I want to ask one final question. What is the grand vision for O3 Labs? Well, I think uh, the, the grand vision would probably, uh, let's say, would be a, uh, a cross-chain wallet. So we would like to introduce, you know, an interoperability that a wallet that enables users to, um, you know, have a, a, a one-stop shop, I guess, where they can hold, you know, store all their cryptos and also um, interact with the, uh, we're, we'll be coming out with uh, O3 Finance in the, in the near future, which is like a, a, a DeFi portal for uh, that, that spans, you know, numerous cryptocurrencies so i think you know with DeFi and you know interoperability having multiple chains um you know i 
that that's that's where we're headed towards at the moment. Awesome. O3 Finance sounds like a project that is on the roadmap. So at Neo News today, we'll obviously be keeping our ears to the ground. Uh, I want to thank you so much, Alexander, for taking the time to come and chat with us. It was awesome to finally catch up with the new O3 Labs team. And I look forward to having you again on a future podcast. Sure. Well, thanks, Dylan. Thanks for having me. I, I, I appreciate the invite and, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll be following Neo News today closely as well, as always. Absolutely. Cheers. Thanks. Well, what did you think of that conversation? I appreciated Alexander's perspective of capturing Ethereum and Bitcoin users on the O3 wallet, then exposing them to Neo to help them grow awareness through using the coin on the wallet. It was also cool to hear Alexander talking about discovering the O3 wallet for the first time when the initial fiat on-ramp was integrated, which was actually in 2019. Both of us had mentioned the wrong years. Shame. And we at Neo News today will be keeping an eye on the forthcoming O3 Finance and provide any announcements or new information about the project as it is made available. To keep up to date with the latest in the NEO ecosystem, visit www.neonewstoday.com. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our channels on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify. And leave a five-star review if you feel that others should hear our content. Every subscription and review helps others learn more about the Neo News Today podcast and the Neo ecosystem. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Neo News Today podcast, and we look forward to catching you next time.